Humble Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Primus, father, entrepreneur, filmmaker, athlete, hopeful writer, and dedicated wanderer. I'm curious to learn more about how people live their lives, their struggles, and passions, and pains. So every week, with athletes, entrepreneurs, healers, adventurers, and beyond, I'm going to have unbound and uncensored long-form conversations about people, places, pursuits, and performance. Enjoy. Well, this should be a fun one because I'm going way back. And uh, I uh, I actually hadn't intended to go this far back in this pod blog experiment, if you will. Uh, but then I just started clicking through some of the old ones and found this and the title caught my attention. And this was me having some fun because what I think about when I sip beer is a fun play on what I talk about when I talk about running which is this fantastic book, just fantastic book, this sort of wonderful philosophy on life that, I mean, if you're a runner, it's even more fantastic, but it's, I I mean, it's one of those books that just, it's, you know, Haruki Murakami, and he's a fantastic writer. He's poetic and he just, you know, penetrates the soul with his words. So, this was a little fun spinoff on that. And uh, I realized, I mean, it's dating back to 2020. And what's interesting about that is that I mentioned in my dumb phone blog that I think it's around the middle of 2020 when I start to have this sort of reckoning with tech, this reckoning with my phone, this reckoning with social media, and this growing discomfort with the ubiquitous nature of it in our lives, my own addictive relationship with it. And I don't yet maybe know what to do with it, at least in terms of the actionable items I've taken uh, recently, which you can read about in the dumb phone blog. But I think this is about that time. And and again, I just kind of guessed that when I wrote wrote that blog and uh, looking at this one, I was bang on. That was when I started to to uh, to think differently. So I probably get cute and wax poetic in this one. And I'm, I'm just curious to see what my blog three years ago sounded like. Sometimes it feels like the only thing to do is sip my beer. I like it cold and crisp, preferably generic, but occasionally fancy. I like my wine fancy, but my beer generic. Is that balanced? There is a lot going on in the world. I can't think of any time in the recent past when there wasn't a lot going on in the world. But 2020 is making its case, one meme at a time, to take the cake for the craziest of years. I reckon that's why I wanted to write a simple blog about what I think about when I drink a beer, which seems to be one of the last vestiges of my life the tech overlords haven't taken over. I could, of course be making too much of the thoughts that follow, but I'll share them all the same. Once a runner bounding along hills and dales or endlessly circling a red oval, I was rarely passed by other runners. Mostly I can attribute that to the fact that I was a good runner, but also there were many other runners quite capable of passing me that simply I never ran with. Now, I plod along a country road with a touch of lethargy in my legs. Recently, I was passed, passed by a younger man and woman in brightly colored, stretchy clothes. A new generation rolling on fresh legs. 
a metaphor perhaps, a metaphor for technology, for how the technical aptitudes of my own generation, and certainly the next, seem to have skipped over me entirely, one tweet at a time, feeling like a Luddite does not jive well with my life as an entrepreneur, or just my life in general. My business partners jokingly call me the elder millennial, which is now my Slack name. My favorite app is Notes, so... I don't really blame them. I do not shun the gift of knowledge and progress, but I do tend to walk a few steps behind it, running the risk of being lapped. Things are always handed down to the next generation, but I also must be steadfast in keeping my own pace and time. Perhaps I'm just dealing with the fact that despite being young, I'm really not that young compared to those who are truly young and embracing all the newness in the world. When I travel, I feel a deep fondness for the countries that seem trapped in time, cafes without Wi-Fi, afternoon naps, that kind of thing. Still, I'm inspired by that younger self, an unfailing optimism for life born and bred in a more optimistic time with very little else to worry about. He, my younger runner self, may not have liked me much, intense, singularly focused with be faster, be the fastest mantra at the heart of my daily life. He didn't drink beer either. The taste, I recall, was foul. And the other problem was that beer didn't help me run. In a word, it wasn't healthy. Now I seek something older, something as old as time, maybe. Perhaps that makes me a tad depressed because there is an inherent unattainability to such a quest. Perhaps that depressed feeling is just a desire for more rest. Other questions for which I seek answers. How do I truly carve out my own path and stick with it? How hard should I work? How much should I rest? Am I narrow-minded? Should I be brash and confident or doubt my abilities? Should I share or take extra care of what privacy I have left? How should I tune into the outer world or turn inward? Either way, I'm so close to all these thoughts and things that analyzing them myself won't lead to much resolution at the moment. It sounds like a problem, but I don't think our lives are problems to be solved. That is the experience of awareness and the experience of letting go, as I understand them today. Happiness, as I also understand it today, is wanting what you already have. It's also a constant lowering of the bar, not raising it, not adding to it. Of course, our human ambition would desire the pursuit of perfection of a skill or a task, but the supposed achievement of that skill or task will not give you happiness. We can seek perfection, but no, we'll never attain it. That's one of the reasons I'm inconsistent with social media. There never seemed to an ending to the seeking. It never offered one less thing to do, and it never really brought me happiness. Mostly, however, I just don't love sharing too many aspects of my personal life or the details about my otherwise mundane days. I view my social only as an extension of my personal brand tenets, the things I do that help identify me with a specific audience who identify with the same set of things. I understand all too well that not only does that make my social media somewhat inauthentic, but worse, a very misleading expose of what one might think of me and my life and how that makes them feel about theirs. By my estimation, that makes me a bit full of shit. But maybe we're all a bit full of shit. 
having not yet found a way to reconcile my desire for privacy and sharing with that, which seems expected of me, dare I overgeneralize and say, all of us, I still post what I post for better or worse. And as I do, my struggle with the kind of darkness that persists through much of humanity right there on my feed seems to weigh heavier than the goodness and positive uses of the social tool that is right there alongside it. It is a contradiction which, when logging on, always gives me the feeling that I might be a bit too close to the sun. And then there is the other stuff, you know, the biases, the echo chambers, the alternative facts, the comparisons and labels. Knowing that the neuroplasticity of my brain results in me seeing the world from my own inner experience, interpretation of sight, sound, taste, smell, it it would still seem that all of my fellow humans, individual as they may be, experience things similarly to me. The problem is not that our felt inner experiences are all different. We all experience fear, shame, guilt, sadness, happiness, but instead it would appear they result in dramatically opposite outer experiences. I'm a liberal, not a conservative. Therefore, dot, dot, dot. I'm a businessman, not a hippie. Therefore, dot, dot, dot. I like electric cars, not trucks. Therefore, dot, dot, dot. But lately, as I sip my beer, I haven't felt much like those labels help me understand life and my place in the world, as they do make me feel separate from everything and everyone else. Owning a gun license and hunting license are case in point. I never imagined I'd have those because they were not aligned with the labels I identified with. Yet here I am, mostly done this first beer, and I have a gun license, and that doesn't make the opposite of what I was make me, excuse me, the opposite of what I was before. I'm just me. And that, that feels less intimidating than letting my blood boil over. So some label I was told I had to give myself. But more than that, even, it's just about sitting down and drinking this cold beer. It's about sitting. It's about pausing. It's about having a conversation. It's about being present. Yet there is systemic racism and the unearthing of the unspeakable catastrophes of the human experience, one movement after the next happening all the time. So how can we just sit down and sip a beer? Maybe I should be protesting and posting about it. Maybe not doing that makes me a coward. Hopefully it's still okay to sit and have a beer and think about things, think and feel them live them in my soul before I take them to the streets. No question, I'll be roused to action for many things in my life. But I prefer to find my own way there. Shame and guilt should not be the path. I know the protesters aren't shaming me. It's those labels and how they appear on the Twitter sphere and my newsfeed that shame me. It's my own experiences that shame me. And I often wonder, are there more cowards like me? What I do know is this beer. I know that it's cold. I know that I can't have too much. Two will be all for now. I know that the sun is shining. I know the birds are singing and flying from tree to tree and a soft breeze rustles the leaves, making a constant whispering sound. I know that my heart is beating and thoughts about this and that float through my head. I know if I drink this beer fast, it will be over and I'll have to get on with other things. But If I don't drink it fast, 
and instead slow down and enjoy the cool feel of the glass in my hands and the slight buzzing of the moment that dances around me, I can glimpse that slow and smooth, wanting what I have kind of happiness. Yes, that is a blog that is very on point for how I feel today. In fact, I feel like I've said it, or I said it better then because as you may have noticed with the blogs that I've written, especially on the Naked Revival blog, I am much more politicized in my, in my thinking. I'm much more in my attempt to remove labels and, and try and make sense of the world and try and make sense of the moment that we're in, uh, encamping myself in, in certain ideologies um, being more myopic and trying not to be. And, you know, the message of this blog was at the end of the day, you just have to be you in the present moment. And I really resonated with that. And I'm, I'm really glad to have just reread it now. I hope, um, I hope you took something away from that. Thanks for listening. Be well. As always, thanks so much for listening to The Ramble. You know, there is a lot of podcasts out there, so we thank you for choosing to listen all the way through on this one. You know, we want to be part of the, the solution, the, the good questions, the things that move you and inspire you and make you want to connect deeper with yourself and others, you know, all that great stuff. So if the spirit does move you, subscribe, share, post, anything. We'd be forever grateful. And if you have any comments or feedback, good, bad, ugly, it does doesn't matter. We're here to listen. Guests you think we should have on. Of course, send them along. Thank you. And until next time, peace.